overs, unders, spreads, lines, favorites, dogs. We love them all because we love the action. This is Cyclone Fanatics Action Fanatics Podcast. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Your weekly look at the games and lines we love. Listen in, take notes, and put a little action in play at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Visit wildroseresorts.com for more info. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Let's do this! Now, please welcome your hosts, Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. What is going on? Welcome to this week's Action Fanatics podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are always presented by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. I've been, um, we're recording this mid-morning Friday. We, we kind of have um, made a conscious decision here to record these on, well, at least I did, Todd. I, I it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense uh, to do these on Fridays with all the games getting canceled. No, it, it you know totally make, makes sense. Yes, we used to do these midday Thursday, but like right now, it's just so damn hard to to know like who's playing and and who's not. So that's why it's a little bit later. Appreciate you guys uh, who are still uh, being patient with us. Uh, the numbers have been great on this. Uh, a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. You can, as always, follow at Action Fanatics on Twitter. Todd is constantly keeping that page fresh. Uh, my favorite play of the week, unfortunately, and I should have given this out. I just, life happens, and I, I forgot to throw it out to the listeners. I loved Tulane last night, and they damn near um, got, they lost the game, but they covered the six and a half. Thank God. Uh, I love Tulane. I was telling some friends, uh, they're they're officially my third favorite team. Yes. The Green Wave. I want to yes. get one of the baby blue Tulane jerseys and just wear uh-huh. it around central Iowa with pride. We, I, you know what? Christmas is coming. <laughs> well, if anybody out there wants to buy me a Christmas gift, I'll take a large uh, Tulane Green Wave uh, jersey. Just kidding. Y'all don't need to buy me anything, but they are sweet. Um, I I have a lot of thoughts on college games coming up um, this weekend. I know Todd does on the NFL. I, I do want to update uh, update you guys on some numbers. Are you cool with that, Todd? To, yeah, absolutely. To start things off as far as the home field advantage goes. Um, oh, good. I've got a little take on this, too. Without fans. Yeah, so um, VEASAN, so I subscribe to VEASAN's premium site where they, they give out, uh, they have a, it's an awesome um, newsletter every week. There's a lot of these Vegas sites do this. I subscribe to a couple of them. You know, the reason I do it, Todd, I, I don't really let it impact like my handicapping very much because I, you know me, I tend to stick with the Big 12 teams that I know, et cetera. I don't, I don't go off on strictly data plays very often. Um, but I, I've been really intrigued by the home field advantage this year specifically in the college game. And it, and it has shifted just a little bit to the point where the home field advantage numbers in general um, overall aren't that different right now compared to a normal year. What is still greatly different, um, and it's about two points differential 
that teams that don't have any fans at home are underperforming still by about two to three points. Yep. Which now, you know, it's November 20th. So we, we, we can, the last time we were giving out these numbers, we had like 60 games of data to go off of. But yeah, it's um, the home teams that had fans at their games this year, like limited fans, the number right now, underperforming by one and a half points per game compared to what odds makers expected. So again, this is all off of odds maker power ratings. This is not uh, nothing more, but that's what we're doing here. And without fans right now, they're underperforming by 2.5 points per game. So, you know, what that leads us to believe, you know, in, in, in teams with like limited fans, so let's say you have 15, 10,000 10, fans there, they're covering the spread at home at a 4.1% better rate compared to, you know, a team that doesn't have any fans. So I I do think that that's a very real deal. We're going to see it in Ames tomorrow. Um, and this, this did impact my handicap of Iowa State, Kansas State. Um, I had this as a 14-point win for Iowa State. That's what I had, I had set my line uh, prior to when it came out last week. It came out at 9, or it came out at like, I don't know what the opening line was, but the consensus was nine. I added it 12 to 14 is where I put it. I think I put it at probably 10 now. I, I do I do think that's a real thing, especially in a stadium like Jack Trice. Mm-hmm. It's it's just different. And, I, you know, I was kind of going through my notes from all the games this year late last night, Todd, and, and I I believe, uh, and, and maybe I'm I completely – there was a lot of contact tracing, stuff like that going on with that Louisiana game. So – that one's a little bit of an outlier to me. But I think if you have... You mean the first game? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I believe yeah. if Iowa State has fans at that game, they they somehow win. I really do. I, th- I think yeah. it shifts. The, I think the whole thing turns. And I believe if they didn't have any fans against Oklahoma or Baylor, they probably lose those games. Hmm. So... Um, what does that mean for tomorrow? I don't know. I still think Iowa State's better than Kansas State this year. Kansas State, you can't deny their injuries and the COVID deal and all that stuff. It's still real. But this, for a pro, I think it's different for these Big Ten teams who had to sit and watch games for two months while they were wanting to play. They were pissed off. Well, now, like, they come out and they're just grateful to play. I think it'll be a real shock for Iowa State to run out there when they're used to even having the 15,000 and they don't have anything. Uh, it's just my opinion. I have no data to back it up other than what I just gave you guys, but it's something to keep in mind. And I've even noticed that a lot of these power ratings that I look at on a daily basis are now um, listing fans or no fans and the amount of fans that are there is an actual way to handicap these games. It's fascinating. As if we didn't need any more obstacles to be Vegas. <laughs> well, there's two things that you hit on that I think, you know, may be educational. And, and if you, you guys know this, I apologize for kind of going back and being rudimentary. But, um, you know, when you talk about handicapping and, you know, something that I, I really kind of pledge to do a little bit more next year is a lot of people, what they do is they'll rank every college football team every NFL team. I mean, think about that, you know, 100 and what 70 some college football teams, they have a rank. So 
Yeah. They're looking at one versus 63. Like now the spread should be boom. That's why they're betting. So I appreciate that take. And a lot of people do this. And if you listen to podcasts or talk to others, there's people that invest a lot of time into doing that in the NFL. They do the same thing. So obviously the NFL to me is, is and why it's harder. Is it sharper in terms of the books and they know those numbers that's number one, Chris. I think that's, you know, for those that didn't know that, that's that's why a lot of people that are doing this for a living, that's how they bet. That's what they do. They have to have that. They do it in basketball. You know, they do it in college football, NFL. They do it all of it. Could you imagine then, what co- betting college basketball is going to be like in a couple weeks? No, you can't. I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, I think, I think if anything, this is kind of almost – you know, probably not the fairest of words, but I think it does. I think it levels the playing field for people. Uh, I would there. play a lot of road underdogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this is a simple thing I heard. Home field's worth a half point. Yeah. It's worth a half point. You know, based on what people are seeing, it's worth a half a I, point. You know, I um, I had an old, old college basketball coach, um, no longer um, in the game, but he, he told me years ago, if you're ever wanting to bet college basketball, what you do is just bet against um, bet against the low majors going into Cameron Indoor, um, Hilton, you know, those iconic basketball arenas, uh, mm-hmm. Fog Allen. He's like, I, I guarantee if you would just bet, you know, lay the lay the 29 point spreads like all year, like because for Chicago State going into Hilton, like it's just such a monumental task right they're just so not not used to it and plus those schools are often playing like 15 road games in a row and they're just tired and all that stuff but like this year like i don't know i'll probably i mean i I could see myself doing like a tuesday night teaser getting like catching like 38 and you know what i mean like because there's no crowds and i i don't know like i almost feel like college basketball too just the people i've talked to it, it, there's just so much uncertainty where I, it almost seems like an exhibition season that we're going into in a weird way. Exactly. I mean, it's just like Mac football. Yeah. The other thing, very, you know, fewer tune-ups, none of these preseason tournaments, you know, to get some really good competition against good basketball teams, you know, like Iowa state goes out to Atlantis and, you know, plays uh, what they play Oregon and Alabama and you know, just really good teams. Right. Um, you know, none of those are happening. So yeah, I mean, basketball's like a week. We're gonna have to tape. We're gonna have to tape a college football bull show in a month. Yeah, and now and now, like this week, they said that the remember the the Pac-12 can start scheduling non-conference opponents. I don't get it, man. It is just a wild, wild time. Yeah, uh, NBA starts in what about a month? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly a month. Camp starts in like 12 days for NBA teams. I mean, we're going to have so much fun. This this is, listen, I know it's COVID. I know it sucks. I know it's getting worse, folks. Wear your masks. Think about others, you know, through this stuff. But um, I heard someone the other day too say, Chris, which is pretty good. It's like the professional sports are not going to stop now. Once they've started, they're not going to stop. College could be different. Obviously, we've seen it. There's 15 games canceled this week, 15 last week. We'll probably get over 15 for this week. 
10 the week before. I mean, we've lost 40 games in the last three weeks. Um, but, uh, you know, these pro leagues are going to be around and, uh, you know, they're already talking about a bubble for the NCAA tournament. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, we're living in, uh, we're living in a different world. Uh, okay. That very Make well said. Money. Yeah. Very, very well said. Uh, and Todd, uh, you're really good. You're not, you, you speak, I, I know that you speak on the COVID thing and immunocompromise and all that stuff from the heart. This is yeah, not big a, time. this is not a political play or anything like that in your, in the way you're viewing all this. So, uh, God bless you and, uh, wish you, you and your, you and, your uh, family. And, uh, Continued I have to be safe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. And I have to travel, you yeah. know, in order to, uh, in, in order to work. And, uh, I'm, I'm probably the safest one out there. You know, I have a bag full of masks and, and you're the mask man. And, you're the mask man. Dude, it's crazy. I'm getting some feedback. Getting some feedback. Oh, here, hold on. This is the professional action fanatics podcast here. <laughs> on the Cycle and Fanatic Podcast Network. Uh, no, okay, let's let's get into this week. Um, college has a really interesting slate. Um, Iowa, Penn State's interesting. 78% of the money last I checked on Iowa. So the, the smart pe- people are really pounding that one. I'll give out my first play here. Um, uh, under... I think it's at 47 and a half at DraftKings. I'll pu- I need to pull up the sports book here real quick. I'm going to take the under in the Iowa Penn State game. Ooh, interesting. Well, uh, here's where I'm a little bit um, just a smidge dicey on it. If we can critically walk through this. Um, yep. Yeah, it's at 47 now. But Penn State put in that new quarterback last week at Nebraska. Well, he still can't really throw. Uh, I'm not a big Spencer Petrus guy. I do think that – so Penn State's interesting in the sense, Todd, that they've outgained two of their – they're 0-4. They've outgained two of their opponents by 200 yards or more and are still 0-4, which is kind of difficult to do. But they they don't throw well. Iowa doesn't throw well. Uh, this is – you know, I, I I think this is an old school like slapping contest between. Uh, uh, give me Iowa like twenty four twenty in this game. And you even like Iowa? Wow. Okay. Well, I wouldn't bet Iowa. I'm not betting Iowa for what it's worth. I I don't want to put that out there. But like I I do think that this is a I think that this is that type of a game. So. I, I just yeah I, I don't I still big don't discrepancy on though big discrepancy like where you're going you know there's a 28 percent difference between the bets and the money on the under right now so that's a big discrepancy yes <clears throat> so that very that, little that's where I'm walking on that one what do you what do you think yeah I mean I think we've seen Iowa we know Iowa can definitely score you know few points I think these last two games would just give me caution, you know, knowing that they've been up there. Um, I, you know, I don't really have a, a, a lean per se on the over under my, my feeling was more uh, Penn state in this game. I just think you have that. Interesting. This, this is a spot dude. And then I know home field doesn't mean, you know, it's a half point. Right. But 
it just seems to be a spot for Penn State. Like, these guys are desperate. They have to get a win. Uh, 0-5. Or have they given up? That's the problem I have with this game. Yeah. I don't uh, – and that's hard to judge. And I haven't – it's not like I've been on their blogs reading and people are pissed off or – Things like that. I think, if anything, I would take the I would take the home dog, um, just knowing that this is Penn State. There's a lot of pride there. Um, 0 five just does not is not going to sit well. Not that 0 four has, but 0 five. I think then you're going to hear a lot coming out of that. So, you know, my my money, if, if I had to, would go on Penn State. Okay. I just think it's one of, it's one of those spots, right? Yeah, I, I don't think I bet a side here. I, I do like the under, though. I think this is going to be one of those ugly, traditional Big Ten type games. A um, couple other stats for you. The Illinois-Nebraska game, if you're into trends, is interesting. So Nebraska is really bad as a favorite, right, recently. Uh, four and nine in their last 13 as a home favorite. Uh, Illinois three and one and a road dog uh, is their last four. They've scored seventy three against Nebraska combining the last two years, so they play really well against the Huskers. Um, this is a fifteen and a half. I know that seems like a lot of points. I, I would be tempted to maybe do a sprinkle on Illinois based off of all that. Uh, what, what do you, do you have a feeling on that one? That, that one kind of stood out to me. It stood out to me as well. I mean, that's a lot of points. I think both of these teams kind of are, I think Illinois may be a rung below, you know, it'll be interesting with McCaffrey now quarterback. He got game action. He's going to get, you know, a little bit more practice time in the number one spot. Then, you know, there's a lot to, uh, um, there's a lot to like out of, you know, out of that kid. I think, you know, he's a McCaffrey. <laughs> so I like him a lot. I, I, but they're, they're in a little bit like, did you watch them in Penn state? Yes. Like neither of those teams can throw. <laughs> no, it's all running. And right? I just like it. Lovey Smith's still a good defensive coach. Illinois I, not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Illinois is not. Yeah. Awful, I, I'm going to give that out. Can I give that out? Yeah, I like. Well, now that it's at fifteen and a half, I mean, you're looking at a pretty choice number. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm going to give that out as a play. Illinois, Illini, fifteen and a half. Let's get after it. Um, got it. I've got uh, one other big underdog that's tasty for me, and then I just kind of I want to walk through a couple of favorites that I just I, I just like, and I might do a teaser here. I think that this is a good teaser. Uh, Kentucky getting 30 against Alabama to me seems a bit extreme. I mean, Waddle's out. Uh, Kentucky's not terrible. I guess they just gave up 35 to like Vanderbilt. So maybe they're worse than I thought, but that, that would be an interesting, I'm not giving that one out. That, that line seems really high to me considering what, what Kentucky is. They're, they're not a terrible football team. Talk me out of this. Um, I really like Oklahoma and Wisconsin in these games. Yeah. <laughs> I know. like I love, I love Oklahoma. I do too. I think I like them more than Wisconsin just because Fitzgerald is an underdog. It still has that Bill 
Snyder like feel to it where it's just terrifying to play him to bet against him. But like I think Wisconsin might be one of the five best teams in the country. Yeah, I listen, I've heard that. So Larry, let me tell let, let, let's I'll hit on all three of those. So Alabama, you know, could over Kentucky. Kentucky has no offense, like none. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna slow it down. All they do is run. Talk about a team that can't pass. Um, they can't. This is a much different team than they've had before. They had actually a pretty good team last year. Um, they're not going to win this game. It's it's a look-ahead game for Alabama because next week is the Iron Bowl. Um, yeah, this is probably one that if you bet, it might be a you know an Alabama first half. Um, I'd like to see maybe even where that number is, Chris. I'm going to look here uh, on the first half line. But, you know, the spot here does not scream to you, Alabama. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Kentucky, listen, Vandy on the road, I've won money on them this year. They're just really good on Vandy's the road. Vandy's a they're, fun team to bet on. They're terrible at home. Yeah. They are terrible at home. But they're really good on the road. Okay, so total points. Here's an interesting one. Let's see. Ooh, Kentucky 13 and a half. That's not quite where I'd want it to be. Let's see if they're going to give me a first half line. I don't see one. Team props. Is it under here? Hmm. No. Gosh, I wonder why they don't have a first half line on this. I would be real. Let me check one more spot. That's really the only, uh, that's really the only play that I'd have in that game. So then you talk about Oklahoma. Listen, You've been talking about them long enough. You know, hey, I don't see them losing again, and I've completely bought into that. I, I agree with you 100%. I think this team is like, dude, they're in fifth gear, and uh, they've been drag racing these last few weeks. This is not going to stop. I know this is Oklahoma State's best defense, um, blah, blah, blah. That's all just noise to me. I think this is an easy play on Oklahoma. I really do. I just – I don't see – you know, and people say, hey, root for o- Oklahoma State because that's the only shot that we have is Big 12 getting a team in, and I definitely agree with that, right? I mean, that totally makes sense to me, but that doesn't mean that I have to bet on them. <laughs> uh, 17 and a half, I've seen Alabama first half line. I'd be more comfortable at 17 um, – you know, you don't want to get to 18 and a half because of 21, three first half, but uh, that's a possible sprinkle for me on that one. Um, and then, you know, when I saw Wisconsin Northwestern immediately, I, I circled Northwestern. Yeah, well, that's um, the tech play. Like I get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the, Oh, they're going to do this. Now, here's this is this is my take on Wisconsin. That's like betting why. Kansas State is an underdog on the road. Like we always, yes. you know, do it. Yep. Yep. And that that's why God, thank God I stayed away from that West Virginia game. But this is what I see with Wisconsin. Um first game play Illinois. Um Merritt's looks awesome. You know, they pretty much roll those guys cover the spread. And then COVID hits and would they miss 3 weeks? Yeah. So they've had so much time coming into last week's game to prepare practice. What did they say they weren't? Whatever, dude. You know, I know they're doing stuff. That's all. I mean, it's like having just time off to rest and heal. Of course they look good last week. This is the first time all year they're playing back-to-back weeks. Um, Northwestern's kind of in the groove, you know. They're, 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 they're feeling it. 
I, that's why I like Northwestern is, is not necessarily because they beat Wisconsin. I think they're one of, one of two teams that have beat Chris more than once. Um, so there's that. And then also, you know, this is Wisconsin's first back-to-back game. And, uh, you know, if this could be a low-scoring slugfest, uh, which is possible, Northwestern to me has looked good. Uh, I, I like Northwestern more for just it's the technical smart play. I like them because I think of the situation Wisconsin's been in this year. They've had favor- a favorable uh, run their first two games uh, that I think Northwestern's a good pick on this one. Okay. Uh, I would think about teasing those two. I'll, I'll give out Oklahoma at seven is is my last it. pick here, and then I would I would consider a teaser with the two favorites on that one. So basically, you're just needing Oklahoma and Wisconsin to win yep. those games. But yeah, I would I would consider that. All right, um, what do you got for college, Todd? So I'm looking at a, a couple teams that I think I've kind of pretty much. Uh, beating the drum on all year. One of them is is Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. I want to see if that one is even still. You just don't know if these are on the board. Uh, Cincinnati last I saw was six. Yeah, I got I've six five and a half six. Um, this is not the same. This is not your uh, um your old self central Florida Knights team. Yes. It's the no. same thing. Hypel has them playing fast. They've got a good quarterback. Hey, I read this is the first time in 29 home games that they've been an underdog. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Um, I've had a chance to watch Ritter and Cincinnati and um, I, I really like them in this spot under a touchdown. Um, even if I get it under six at five and a half, um, this is, you know, this team is, this is their last big game. I like the spot here. They're going on the road. This is our time. Central Florida has been in this spot before, you know, they know why Cincinnati's coming in. So don't get me wrong. They're going to be up for this game. Um, but I'm going to ride with Cincinnati. The line really hasn't moved all that much at this point. Uh, so I think you probably want to lock into it now. Um, not a hundred percent that it won't move down, but I'm just feeling like it's going to move, you know, to six, six and a half may go to seven. That's just my personal thing. I like Cincinnati in this. They've got a lot to play for and they're a freaking good football team. I mean, these guys are good. They're legit. They deserve their ranking. Um, this is their biggest game of the year. So I'm going to ride with a team like that. Okay. And, uh, and a defense, and they've got a defense to back it up. Um, I, I, I like another, to play. I, I, you know, I, I love the slate this week with App State, Coastal. We had Tulsa, oh. Tulane, and then we've got this American game. Like I love the middle middle tier conferences this week. It's great. Yeah, and I and actually that you you hit on my other game. So uh, I like Coastal Carolina. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, the the Chanticleers to me are are a play. I think that line's coming um, coming our way here on this one. Um, again, best year that they've ever had. I think this is App State's worst team they've ever had. They're not covering. They're not scoring like they used to. App State's on the road. Coastal Carolina had a look ahead uh, a couple weeks before. Um, I also really am kind of looking at the over here. It's at 48, 48 and a half, somewhere in there. I would totally I would play that as a that. lower. I would, I would yeah. pounce on that. I like that a lot. 
I do too. There's some over-unders I like, and I'll, I'll hit on those, but that's one of them. But I love Coastal Carolina in, uh, in this spot. Um, it's a fun team to watch. You know, they do some option, um, but they are good. The Chanticleers are good. I just think this is oh, – App State is not as good. And, uh, listen, App State's been beating up on people in this conference for a long time. Um, you know, there's all, there's bad blood for that team. So this team's going to be ready to play App State and they're not going to get an App State team like they've seen in the past. So uh, I'm rocking with Coastal Carolina. And then <clears throat> I looked at – here are the overs I like. I like the over – and I, I do like Nevada. 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 Um, at home, get, uh, getting – well, they're one and a half. Does that move in their favor? San Diego State is a slow-playing team. Nevada, if you haven't watched them, Great quarterback uh, receiver, uh, this Dubes kid for for Nevada. He's going to be uh, – they're getting one now. So – and that's 46 and a half. I like the over in that game, and I like Nevada. I like the over in the uh, Coastal Carolina App State game, and I like the over in Ohio State, Indiana. Um, I was going to ask, ask you about oh, that they, game. They've given up points. I mean, so first three games, 17 points, 25 points. 27 points. Uh, their defense is not as good as it has been in the past. Um, and it, it, listen, Indiana's over, their personal over is 21 and a half. I'd even look at playing that in the game. Um, I think they're going to score points. I think Ohio State wins. I don't know about that 20 and 20 and a half, but over 64, I'm going to jump on. Yeah. What about, uh, there was one other over that I was looking at. What about Liberty, NC State? NC State's tough at home, you know. Uh, liberty, 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 Liberty. Um, but they give up a lot. Um, NC State always gives up points. Like in against good teams, they give up points. And you know, how Hugh Freeze is going to attack that. Why didn't I write that down? I was writing. In, uh, I was I was considering this one for my uh, my lock of the week on K. It's sixty six and a half. Yeah, that doesn't scare me one bit. I mean, Liberty I mean, this, is this is listen, a they went to to you know. They went into Lane Stadium and got the luckiest of wins <coughs> that I've seen. I like Liberty. Um, I always will bet on them. They're getting three and a half at home, 66. It's a night game too, Chris. So we got to give out something late at night. I know I talked about Nevada and uh, San Diego State. Um, I wouldn't mind playing. You know, I will play Liberty. I can tell you that right now. And, and I would throw a little money on that over too. That's up at four right now. I would jump on that. Jump on that. I mean, Liberty is Liberty is a damn good football team. Yep. Liberty, Liberty, and Coastal Carolina—they haven't figured them out yet. Like, so just ride them, and and you know, it's, it's one of those things. You may be late to the game on Liberty, and I think they're the Emus, aren't they? No, the Flames. Um, just just ride them. I mean, they're they're a damn good football team. Play anywhere, go anywhere. Put up points. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like about the over. And liberty, liberty, liberty. Yeah, it's at three and a half on Billy Hill, and you can get it at four on uh, DraftKings right now. So get on your DraftKings That's why app. you have outs. Yeah, pounce on that right now because that'll probably be dropping if you like Liberty yep. in that football game. All right, uh, Todd, we're, take us to the NFL, my friend. The contrarian play this week is the Dallas Cowboys over my Minnesota Vikings I'm seeing everywhere. Yeah, I don't, man. <clears throat> I don't know about that. I, I mean, two t- two uh, totally different directions. 
you know, for these two teams. I would, I would tease, I would tease Minnesota down before I bet Dallas. I'll just tell you that. I don't I think I, I, I don't think the Vikings are losing that game. No way. No way. No how. I guess uh, the red squirt guns starting, um, but does that change your opinion? You know, uh, no, it doesn't for me exactly. It's so it's I mean that thing's been locked in at seven all week. It's not moving. Um, yeah, I like I like I mean, listen, Minnesota in a teaser all day long. There's some really good teaser friendly lines. You know, you have <clears throat> are the Chiefs going to lose the Raiders on the road? Hell no. Uh, minus eight is that a little bit scary because that's steamed up and opened up at six and a half. Great teaser value there, down to two. Um, there's a nice little little uh, late afternoon Sunday Sunday night game teaser. Uh, Minnesota minus one, Chiefs minus two. Hmm. Okay, I like that one. Um, but the games I'm focused in on here, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I'm going to bet Jacksonville. No, I do know why, but um, so Jacksonville in this spot. I think, is it still double ditch? They're getting 10 and a half. Pittsburgh in this spot is terrible. Um, Tomlin on the road with this team is like 22% covering the spread. Uh, I, I, you know, Jacksonville has hung in there the last two games with the crouton Luton. Um, I just like Jacksonville a lot. I'm not going to give a lot of NFL stuff, um, but I also love Miami. Uh, Miami is a team that I'm not going to get off of their bandwagon. Yeah, I like them too. I really like I mean, it's three and a half now. Denver's terrible. I don't care if Locke plays. He has been awful his last two games. Um, You know, give me Miami. And I'm going to watch this Green Bay game. If they're still getting – if they're still getting – well, they're two now. Pardon me. You know what, y'all? Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You do the Packers, you tease them up to eight. You do the Chiefs minus two, and you do the Vikings minus one. That's a three-team teaser. Um, Packers are, listen, they're not going to lose by more than a touchdown. I think the Colts, what you just saw last week, was their best game, perfect, put it all together in the NFL. That just doesn't happen. Um, Seattle was a great play last night that that I, I bet on. Arizona looks great. They win a game they shouldn't have. Seattle's look terrible. Coming home, you knew it was going to be a close game, but it's still Seattle. they yeah. got to get this win. They did it. This is one of those things for the Packers. We just saw Indy. Everybody's going to like Indy. Oh, and they're coming home? Yeah. Let's go. Lop it on. No, let's do a little teaser with those uh, those three teams. Okay. And they're all good Midwest teams. Lots of fans on those Well, teams. I love the teasers. I, I, I really – you've got me onto that this year. That's what I've been doing on NFL Sundays the most. By far, you listen. It's helped me. It's helped me survive. Yeah, yeah. This but has I been like a hard that, year. Like hey, but it by is. the way, uh, on the NFL deal, I did the same research on the the home fields, and it's really actually the home fields are doing better this year. It's it's last week they were last week the home teams were eleven and three. Yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of shifted from the first couple weeks. It wasn't really like that, but now uh, you're you're better off with betting the home team. So. You know, I don't. Is New Orleans out there? Are you see New Orleans? I think that to me, that's an intriguing game. Um, uh, yeah, they're minus second. four. Okay. 
lot of people. A lot of people I've heard are on the Falcons. They're playing. Um, oh hell, what's the backup's name who runs all the time? Winston. No Hill. Taysom Hill's starting. Oh, is he going to start yeah, now? They okay. just they just literally just reported that right before we started recording. Interesting. Okay. Winston will still I play. But yeah, yeah that would be a fun game to watch. You know, I mean, with with Winston and Hill, I'm sure Winston will see some snaps. Um, but uh, too hard to bet on because we've never seen it. So I don't know what to think. But I heard a lot of people on the Falcons, so that may push me to be the contrarian and and lay the points on the Saints. And then I'm also pretty high on this uh, this Bengals versus Washington game. It's really close there at a pick. Um, I might sprinkle a little bit of money on uh, on the Bengals. I think they're getting healthy at the right time. Um, I, I've not been a fan of Washington. I made a lot of money betting against them, and I know they're a better second half teams. So, um, yeah, I'll, I, I'm gonna I'm giving out those picks: Jacksonville, Miami, and that teaser. I'll post that. But if I do anything differently, obviously I'll be on uh, I'll be on Twitter. All right, no NFL picks for me this week. I'm. I can't do that to our audience, but <laughs> stop it. I will look ahead to uh, next week though. We should do a podcast maybe on Tuesday to get everybody yes. set for Thanksgiving. Uh, the Thanksgiving slate is Houston at Detroit. Oh God. I know it's brutal. Brutal. Uh, Washington at Dallas and then uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, which will be a nice game. What's what the Baltimore games suck? G- give anymore, me man. something on college next week, please. Hold on one second. Let me pull this up. Oh, okay. How about Mac on Friday? Mac game on Friday. We get okay. We we've yeah. got uh we've got a couple Thursday games. We got a couple Thanksgiving games. Uh yep. Colorado State Air Force and New Mexico Utah State. So uh, a little uh Mountain West action on Thanksgiving. Where the hell is the egg bowl? Why isn't the Egg Bowl being yeah, played on Thanksgiving? Mississippi State. I don't know. That appears to be being played on Saturday next week. What the hell? That's stupid. Uh, but Black Friday's a, a tasty treat for all of us uh, with Iowa State, Texas. Um, <laughs> this is a fun game. UMass at Liberty. What's the point spread in that one? Oh, my God. 45? That's be probably 40. Yeah, 40. 44 and a half opener. Nebraska, Iowa. Uh, Notre Dame's got to go to North Carolina. We've Dude, got... Friday's fucking amazing. Pardon my French. It's <laughs> all right. This is and a you got a Mac game. What is it? Western Michigan, I think, is playing Friday. Uh, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan. You we, do? We Come on, on directional Friday. Michigans? Yeah. We got the Apple Cup uh, coming up on Friday night. 930 kick. So we got a chaser game. Fantastic. Washington State. Washington State's a good football team. I'm telling you, some of this pack stuff I'll put out there on Twitter. I think I have a good read. Uh, if, if UCLA's playing, I love their quarterback. But Washington State is a good team. I think they were getting 11 or 11 and a half at Washington. I would bet that. I would bet Washington State. Uh, yeah, I, I'm already looking ahead to next week. Got the Iron Bowl on Saturday. Let's go. I'm down. I love it. Fired up. All right, Todd. Uh, always appreciate your time. Doing a hell of a job with yeah. these Mac picks. You're making everybody a lot of money. We appreciate it. Yeah, last – I'm sorry, guys, on that Wednesday night. I kind of crapped it. Although my you best too, bet was you, the over. You got too hot. We had yeah, to right. release some steam a little bit. You were you were frothing. That, was, that sucked, man. 
You were frothing. I was frothing. I hit no, on the overs. The overs hit for me. That was all. Yeah. I, I doubled up on – so I actually – I made money on Wednesday. I, I think I went two units on the overs, and then I had a unit on a couple. So I, I went plus two units. I love it. I, I listen, I the day before, I just smacked it, so it was okay. It felt good. <laughs> but Central Michigan just did not look good at home. I know they made it, what, eight points. Um lucky to be that and really eastern michigan I, I you could tell right away that's the second half line just did not line up for me but toledo is uh toledo's kind of like that wisconsin you know they just they throw they run they're yeah. very good mix they're gonna grind people and they just they made they made eastern michigan look bad for their first home game that sucked get out of here enjoy all right man good luck, uh, you're everybody. gonna have to keep me posted i'm actually I'm not going to be able to text with you all day on Saturday. I've got um, I'm doing the sideline for Iowa State because we're oh wow yeah we're having to move some things around so I'm going to be uh, out of commission on that. But um, looking forward to the opportunity. Um, Heft got caught in a contact trace. He's fine, but they were the C teams. They're so they're moving me in there and moving Brunzi up. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, that'll be fun. You just you text me when you want updates. I'll give them to you. You know that. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you, man. All He's right. Todd good luck, Kirk. Uh, good luck, everybody. Thanks to our friends and sponsors at the Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, specifically the DraftKings Sportsbook, doing great things. Go check them out. Good luck. Kick some ass this weekend, guys.